Hey, y'all, and welcome to another episode of the Grit Per 60 podcast, Retro Edition. That's right. We're so retro, we're actually doing an episode. Hey, hey we're back. Long breaks. My name is Connor Farrell. You can call me TC, and I am joined from Utah. Hey, everybody. I'm Brendan, also known as TCJ. Um, also see, how are you? Trent Crim's understudy. That too. Yes. But, but yeah, how, how, are you is, how is the sports going in, in Utah? Well, it's snowing right now. So we're kind of in like that in-between season where it's not summer, but there's not enough snow to uh, get the ski resorts open yet. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, actually it just snowed for the first time yesterday. So, I don't uh, know. It's interesting. Mm. We haven't gotten snow here yet. Um so I'm trying to figure that one out when, when we're going to get that. Uh, I don't think anytime soon. I can hope, though. I remember um, like in 2014, my freshman year of high school, when oh, uh, yes. like dipped below freezing because there was like this weird yes. polar vortex thing going on. It's so, like everything on like the mm. Atlantic side of um, the U.S., which is like stupid cold. And everybody freaked out because even though there was no chance of precipitation, it was like. 25 degrees in the morning or something crazy and everybody was like what are the buses gonna do is everything gonna be okay and it was just crazy i remember um my senior year of high school we had a field trip to the zoo in february planned um and it doesn't usually get that old so like on paper it should have been fine but then that week we got a cold snap and everything like there was all kinds of animals that weren't available for us to, to look at because it was too cold for them and i remember being on the bus leaving the school and there's a not, i guess it's a fire hydrant but some sort of like piping outside the school that had burst open but it was like all frozen and stuff uh yeah it'd be really funny uh like the penguins weren't out i was gonna say it'd be really ironic if, if the penguins weren't out but it was too cold for the penguins <laughs> Um, I mean, again, I guess they're African penguins, so it's not. Like, I think the ones at like the Jacksonville Zoo are Magellanic penguins. Magellanic penguins. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So South America. But still, I don't think it's a like cold blizzardy type. Anyway, um, let's yep. delve into some hockey stuff because Speaking this is penguins. a hockey podcast, not a let me regal tales from my high school days podcast. Speaking of penguins. I'm trying to do this transition with like three times here and you just kept going. Yeah. Speaking of penguins, the Pittsburgh penguins, they're doing pretty good. What is, uh, what is more on fire? Uh, the penguins offense or the penguins reverse retros. Oh, I wish I could. I see. I, I didn't have this. Oh, the, the reverse retros. Fantastic. The robo penguin. That's good stuff. I think there's a thing in Pittsburgh of like the Robo Penguin jerseys are cursed because they brought them in, I think, in 1992 after the second of the Lemieux back to back cups. Mm. Um, and then they just never won again uh, with those jerseys. But I don't know, man. It just looks so nice. And I really like the shoulder. I guess piping is, is this phrase. I don't know. It just all works really well together. And just the penguins color scheme in general just works. Um, 
yeah, it's just fun. What what did what uh, logo did they use? Do you remember what logo they used last year for the reverse retros? Um, wasn't it just the uh, wasn't it just like the the Pittsburgh thing from across the shoulder? Oh, okay. Hold on, I might be wrong on that, but that's what I thought. I it do, was. I do think it'd be fun because the Penguins have some some fun. Um, the Penguins have some fun like old logos. Um, I kind of want them to bring back the scarf penguin. Oh, the penguin with the scarf is the best one. I think that'd be good. Like the powder blues. This is, let's see. The problem with the penguins in like any assignment like this is they've played in so many of these like special games and stuff that yeah. they've like brought back all of the jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they right, have like... another outdoor game this year? Yeah, they do. So, like, they're already wearing the, um, you know, their home in a ways are already from the, you know, 1991-92 Cup days. Same with the yellow throw that they would wear. Um, they've brought back the Pittsburgh across the shoulder or, you know, across the chest diagonally twice. One in white, one in black. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've thrown it back to their light blue and royal blue or whatever days like the only thing left for them to do was the robo penguin i just don't know if anybody i don't know it just seems like you either really love the robo penguin or you really hate it i am uh i think it's actually nice that they didn't go with the the one with the gradient across the across the chest like um laterally it's i don't know it's just it's just really clean um, what do you think of the sharks? Um, I mean, I'm a big fan. It's it's kind of weird because they didn't really do anything. They just kind of um, used the old seals jersey, and instead of saying seals across um, laterally, it just says sharks, and they called it a day. Um, but that jersey looks sweet. It looks great. And it's just very interesting to see the Sharks, like, finally acknowledge the whole Seals days. (laughs) Because... This team exists. Yeah. Yeah, like... It's just weird because it's technically not a part of franchise history, but I mean, it kind of also is. And any time that they do, like, anniversary stuff, it's always Sharks anniversary stuff. Um, you know, and even the first time around when they did reverse retros, they went with, you know, a Sharks jersey when they played in the stadium series. They went with a Sharks jersey. Um, I think they've worn like Seals themed like warm up jerseys, but don't, those don't count. Um, so it's kind of fun to see them actually like, yeah, go, go in on it, acknowledge it and be like, hey. These were kind of cool. I mean, like the team sucked, but um, and it kind it's kind of fitting, right? Like the sharks suck now, and they're honoring their team history at the same time. There we go. The seals had the white skates, right? Am I making that up? Yeah, I've heard rumors that they're going to wear white skates with it. I really that hope they do. So fun. That would be so fun. Um, but I'm like interested. The players actually wore the Cooperalls with their jerseys during the games. But anyway, 
Yeah, um, I heard it's a safety issue. Eh, safety third. <laughs> Maybe the wrong sport to say that. <laughs> well, I mean, are they doing anything that tells you that safety is first in this league? I mean, that's fair enough. But uh, yeah, but I do uh, mind if the Sharks had the white jerseys or the white skates, excuse me. Yeah, and no, it would be fun. Um, I think especially because the Sharks will, like I would imagine that the Sharks will be wearing their normal teal pants. So oh, be like a, a whiteout night at the arena. Yeah, you kind of can't do that. I think Winnipeg has a monopoly on that. Oh, Winnipeg is not the only team that can do a whiteout. They're not, but like. I call bullshit. I don't know. Speaking of Winnipeg, though, I'm not like the biggest fan of their reverse retro thing, but the fact that it's a white jersey to acknowledge like the whole whiteout thing, I think is fun. That's good. Yeah, because the last time they had just like this like weird gray color. Yeah, the last one was bad. Um, I, I appreciate I appreciate trying to experiment with gray. The Sharks also did the same thing. But the problem with like a gray jersey is that it just doesn't show up well on TV. It just doesn't play well. I don't know. Speaking of white jerseys, the other white jersey that I like, Tampa's. Oh, I, I hate it. it. That, you hate it? I hate I it. I love that logo. Like that logo is just so cool. It's great. I, I just I didn't even notice it the first time, but they've got like the bottom is like water. Like it's so bad. Gray. No, it's it's good. No, I know. I don't know. I don't know how you dislike it. But I Between that, and the, like, I guess there's supposed to be like raindrops on the chest and the like flames on the sh- on like the sleeves. It was one of those things where I was like, I was rooting for them to like bring it back, but like, like just because it's so bad. I oh, uh. so this summer I was when we had our family vacation in in Tampa Bay. I was driving. Uh, driving around one of the little towns out there and there there was a, a like a mechanic shop with the, one of those like electric billboard signs out front you know yeah. it's like here's our specials and things and one of their like um i don't know if mechanics have specials but you know what i mean right um one of the panels was just like that lightning logo so now that the lightning are using that logo again then that sign becomes relevant or not relevant. Um, yeah, relevant. That's I'll stick with that word. But like, it works now. Yeah, I suppose. But I don't know. I just I guess I have I have an affinity for logos that are on NHL hits twenty oh three. I was gonna say this is um, seeing the Sharks come out with the Seals jersey, and then the Bruins throwing out the Pooh Bear. Makes me like oh, yes. back to the days of like uh, Samsonov. Yeah, and like I remember grinding out exhibition games with the Sharks in that game because I wanted the unlockable Seals jersey. Need, yeah, don't, it, like, it's, it is that 30. Seals jersey. It is. You're right. Yeah. Don't you yeah. need, isn't it on, on hits? Isn't it like thirty? No, I think it's. it's I think games. it's five and fifteen. Because I think every team has like two unlockable ones or whatever. I think it's like you get one after five and you get one after 15 or it might be 10 and 15. Exhibition. I thought it was like season mode games. I think it was like exhibition and playoff. It was either I think it was exhibition and playoff games. And then if you wanted, but I think the unlockable teams were through season mode. 
Oh, okay. Ink. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, to, to my point about like, so the lightning old logo that I, I love that. The Pooh Bear logo. Love that. The old Buffalo Sabres logo. Love the Mighty Ducks logo. And they are the Mighty Ducks when they wear that logo. I don't care. Come at me, Disney. I mean, the Ducks should just go back to the old colors and the old jerseys anyway. But yeah, if we absolutely have to draw the line somewhere, like I think a common middle ground would be, okay, let's keep the jersey template. And if you want to wear orange and black that badly, <sighs> have fun. Go for it. Because, I mean, it does look good. It's just, it's not, it's not the Mighty Ducks. I mean, anything is an upgrade over the webbed foot, right? Oh, everything is an upgrade over the webbed foot. Is that I was the watching, worst logo in sports? In my I don't know if it's the worst logo in sports. It, at least like, it's like kind of clever. I don't know. But it's just like, I. it's funny, I was watching um, uh, Bar Down do like their like tier list for these reverse retros. And one of the guys on there called it um, a duck's bill. And I'm like, all right, well, this jersey, this logo is so bad. Or like the web foot, they called it a duck's bill. And I'm like, this logo is so bad that you don't, people don't even know what part <laughs> of the duck it is. Yeah. Um, we're not going to go over all of them because that would take up way too much time. Um, We're hitting a lot of them. We are hitting a lot of them. I mean, there were a few... I don't know if I like the execution, but like the St. Louis blues going back to like a mm. weird, um, like they never actually wore this Jersey. It was just like a concept, like the owner wore when the team was created or something. Oh, really? It's a very interesting that. idea and I commend them for it. Mm. Um, you know, like the, I don't believe the Canadians should wear blue. Um, and I still don't <laughs> like they're wearing blue. But uh, an well, Expos inspired I, jersey is cool. Um, well, the, I guess the blue would be a nod to their French heritage, right? Well, yes, but it's also an Expos nod. Oh, yeah, that makes that makes way more sense. Which, like, that's cool and all. Um, and honestly, I wish other teams, like, I guess I look at Detroit and Chicago, who like totally failed the assignment. Um, I, do you do you think the clubs? knew that they were going to come out so similar as their rival i don't know the problem with those clubs is that um and, and you can throw montreal in here too is that um either you know they've played in so many outdoor games that they've just run out of stuff to throw back to mm -hmm. or b they've been wearing the same thing for like a yeah. hundred years and wearing anything else is just like heresy right so i think a better idea would have been I don't know, like the Blackhawks and the Bulls playing the same arena, like a Chicago Bulls inspired jersey. I don't know. Like, I like that the Canadians went this route instead of we threw it back to this 1907 jersey that we wore exactly twice, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't hate the Chicago one. I think the Detroit one looks dumb because it, it's like, it kind of has that 1906 feel, but they didn't like commit to it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it looks like a modern interpretation of the 1906 look. This one, it Detroit at least tried it. on compared to the last one. Oh, yeah. But still. 
Yeah. Um, um, you know, like Nashville also failed the assignment. They just made the yellow a little better than the last time that they wore that jersey. Uh, I, have, I have two that we have. To, I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I will we're say going over, we're still going over ones that we don't like. Uh, we could just go over whatever. I, I, I was going to say, I like. yeah, most of these I liked. The, overall, this collection is very good. I think my two favorites, aside from the Seals one, because I love that thing and it's great and it's also my team, I think are the Capitals oh, and and the Panthers. Also, oh, in those, those were both of the ones I wanted to mention. Yeah, I would say in addition to also the Penguins brothers. one. I think the Penguins one is like the best one. Um, but the Bruins and the Capitals, and I'll throw in uh, Johnny Canuck in there as well. Like those, oh, Johnny Canuck, that is what I did studs. not see coming. And I even sent you a message. I'm like, Brendan, I don't know who, what jersey this is. And I can't <laughs> figure out which jersey is missing. Yeah, Johnny right. Canuck. That is love that. Um, but the Screaming Eagle. I am so happy that they actually did it right this Fantastic. time. Fantastic. Instead of they, um, now, they just they now they just need uh, to bring out Yammer Yager to do the oh, the to drop the puck <laughs> in the Screaming Eagle jersey. Oh, it's it's so good. And then the the Panther one, like it's like oh I know where that logo's from. And then somebody said it. Um, I think it was it's the shoulder patch, right? Yeah, it's the shoulder patch. Yes, that's so cool. I think it's so cool. Yeah, no, it's it's sweet. Blue. Yeah, but like, who cares? I like the powder blue. No, that's what I was yeah. Like. Honestly, I don't really know what officially they're throwing it back to. I heard that it was like a, kind of like a throwback to like their weird blue alternate in like two thousand nine. I mean, the club is just about as old as I am. They and they have yeah. like three logos maybe that they've used in that time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it works really well that uh, it's so Florida. It's painfully Florida. And I think that's why I love it so much. Or, like, I don't know if a team in another state could get away with that. But, like, the sunshine with the palm tree and the hockey stick just works so well. So Florida. Well, and you, you got mad at the lightning one. The lightning one is also, I think, very Florida. Yeah, but not in, like, a fun way. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know you know uh south florida make it tampa but fun yeah but like the, the problem with the lightning one is there's just so much going on there's like five different colors on there and like two different pattern three different patterns no it's fine i like it stop being a hater okay <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Overall, solid collection. Yeah, uh, I, I always love this kind of stuff. Get, before get, I've, you were talking about at least they didn't phone it in like they did last year. I think I would have preferred it if Detroit phoned it in like they did last year. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. The big, big swing, big, big embarrassing, embarrassing mess. mess. Yeah, but yeah, for the most part. Nobody came out with something like awful. Oh, and the so this is we're gonna avoid the nightmare situation in that Detroit's 
jerseys are red and Chicago's jerseys are red, meaning they will probably never play each other wearing those jerseys. Correct. The other thing is that both the Colorado Avalanche and the New Jersey Devils threw it back to the same team. I didn't even notice that until just now. Yeah. Yeah, that's not great. I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting, at least. Oh, but they're both wearing... Those are both white, so they probably won't yeah. wear them against each other. Okay. Yeah, but it is fun. It is fun. Anyway, you want to move on? Yeah, so how are the SEALs doing? Um, picked up right from where they left off. Um, <laughs> it's it's just tough. They are... I'm wondering if they're the only team that doesn't have... A, no, there are teams that don't have wins, period, right? So, but yeah, the Sharks are 1-5, you know? I think one six and now. they won a game. Yeah, they're one six and now. Um, they fluked a an overtime win over the Rangers. Cool. Um, you know, unlike the Canucks, at least they have a win. Um, but they're actually still oh, the top. Oh, oh, the Canucks. They are going through enough. They don't need to be catching strays. Uh. It is what it is, but the sharks are st- <laughs> the sharks are still ahead of them in the um, in the tank standings right now, mm. because I the sharks have a worse points per game than yeah. the Canucks right now, which is hilarious. So, so the Canucks can't even win that. Um, correct. Still plenty of hockey. They can't even win at losing right now. I'm still trying to figure out the Canucks if this is just like. If they're a bad, if they're losing games because they're if they can't hold on to a lead because they're a bad team, or if they're a good team and they just struggle in the third period, which I if think, it's that one, then that one can be corrected. I think it's a, one of those column A, column B situations. Hmm. Uh, looking at it, you know, just at a at a piece level, I don't really think they came into the season thinking, okay, this is going to be our tank season i think they yeah no they didn't it, honestly it just feels like vancouver's been accidentally bad for the last 10 years <laughs> Ooh, uh add accidentally bad to my list of potential band names <laughs> uh Ooh, but, that might actually be a good that might be a better album title than a band name fair enough i don't know if you want to call your album accidentally bad we'll workshop it but yeah, so um, workshop it. What are the, the bright sh- spots on the seals right now? I thought you just insist on calling them the seals, even though they're For only going to be the remainder of this episode. Oh my gosh, um, Eric Carlson. Eric Carlson really? is my he's my guy. Um, I will, you know, I I will ride the Carlson ship until it sinks. Um, I. I've, I've been down. like figure we're going down yeah exactly i've been kind of like ride or die for eric carlson for the last like i don't know ever since ever since the sharks trade for him uh, well i think part of that was our buddy Vinny didn't like that trade for the fair sharks. enough and you have but, to like defend that i will say though like 
Eric Carlson's thing when he's not when you know with with the Sharks is not that he's just or it's not that he's been bad outside of you know the 2021 season. Yeah, if you throw he, out all been, the times that he was bad, yeah. Oh come on, he's been fine. <laughs> he's been fine, right? Like, yeah. The, the, the problem captain. with the Sharks is that like they don't have any offense, and he's like the one guy who he's can the supply one. them with offense. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at um, natural statric. I ran the um, kind of with or without thing, mm-hmm. and. According to them, with Eric Carlson on the ice, the Sharks are like a 47.7 expected goals for percentage team. Um, oh, whoops. Hold up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm right. And um, without him, they're a 42.42 expected goals for percentage team, which is awful. Um, also... With Eric Carlson on the ice, the Sharks have like a 50% goals for percentage. So they get scored on as often as they allow goals, which is not ideal. But without Eric Carlson at five on five, the Sharks scored just 15.4% of the goals. Their offense falls off a cliff while playing about the same level of defense. Hmm. Which seems less than ideal. No, it's not not great. Um, I know there were some. I know there were some young guys. Maybe, well, I've, I've got multiple thoughts here, but I know there were some young guys you were optimistic about going into the season. They They're all in the AHL. All in the <laughs> well, okay, yeah, they can't help you out there. Yeah, so we have to because I don't know. I guess they're not ready or something. We have to. It's not, so it's watch. not a money thing. It's not a money thing. It's, a it's just thing. it's just like a yeah. We have to load up the lineup with you know top notch talents like Alexander Barabanov and Luke Cunning. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like like Logan Couture's teammates right now. His line mates are Nick Benino and Luke Cunning on the second line. And then I see all these like articles and tweets or whatever, like, Hey, what's happening to Logan Couture? Like, why isn't he scoring? I'm like, because he's just got two like random guys on the wing playing on the second line. Like, I don't know what you want him to do in that situation. That's Stanley cup champion, Nick Benino. Do you, Hey, that, that's, that hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's on your team now. That hasn't come to, that hasn't crossed your mind yet. I guess you can say that he was part of the 2017 team too, but um, yeah, we just you know we just had to fill out uh, the lineup with those guys instead of bringing up you know, the organization's two top two prospects. Um, and the same thing goes for like you know Ryan Merkley in the in the AHL. Like, yeah, we got to fill out the lineup with Radim Shimmick and Matt Benning. Like, you know, hockey can't be fun. Um, Meanwhile, the Sharks are one of the worst teams in the league by expected goals for per 60. Like, they're just not good. What if this is what if this is a tank? Is this an intentional tank? I don't think it's intentional. I think that they 
I think that they knew that they were going to miss the playoffs. But I don't yeah, think even I was like, I don't think that they're going to start one in six and oh, like that's and to have only one of those wins as or to only have that win in in overtime. Right. That's not great. Well, if they go into the, if you go into the season, right, if you're the front office, right, and you go into the season, you go, I don't think we're making the playoffs this year. Why wouldn't you intentionally tank? Well, the problem is that the Sharks can't tank. Um, they not have picks. Well, because it's very hard to have Logan Couture, Tomas Hurdle, Timo oh, Meyer, okay. Eric Carlson on your team and still be that bad. Like, well, I don't think the, the, out. like, I don't think the Coyotes have, you know, any one of that caliber. Right. Like the Arizona Coyotes are sitting at a 31.3% expected goals for percentage of I want five. Granted, like small sample size, everything that I'm ever going to bring up today is an extremely small sample size. Yes, but it's not even close. They're like dead last in the league in expected goals for percentage at five one five. It's not close. Um, So, yeah, the Sharks aren't that bad is the thing. And even when you look at goaltending, this team sucks. And James Reimer is 10th in the league in goals saved above expected. How is that possible? (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. Anyway, that's my that's my diatribe. But yeah, no, I, I I will I will turn on the sharks. I will you know root for Eric Carlson to do something cool or Timo Meyer to do something cool. And then I'll watch them lose like, you know, three one or something. It's fine, you know. It's that's just how the year's gonna go. Hmm. But uh yeah, um Speaking of the Sharks, or the Seals, in your case, uh, they as we're recording this, um, we're actually recording this about an hour before puck drop between um, the Sharks and the Flyers. Oh, goodness. Uh, I believe you're going to be playing in a soccer game while the game's going on. Yep. And I'm, I'm spending my time better. And I will probably yeah. just be coming back from running from a grocery run. So... That kind of tells <laughs> you how much we're prioritizing our teams. Yeah, that's just kind of how things are going right now. Uh, we'll we'll have better coverage of the um, um. Oh, what was I going to call this game? The tank bowl. Mm, no, I was. No, that's different. I was going to do something that was like podcast related. Uh, oh, the grit per sixty bowl. Yeah, we'll have better we'll have better coverage of the yeah, grit like, per sixty bowl on the on the grit per sixty classico uh, yeah. next in the game in San Jose. Yeah, like who um, is that? A, is that a California classico reference or an El Clasico reference? Okay, um, but like who actually is the winner of like the grit per sixty bowl or classico or whatever? Well, I mean, is it? Is it- is it the winner of the game or this year is it the loser of the game for right i you know what it probably should be the loser of the game but for right now the philadelphia flyers are four and one 
and second place in the Metropolitan Division. So, I mean, I guess, I guess we're playing to win right now. Should we? Probably not. And so, I will, if, if we're doing predictions, I will pick the Flyers to win this game, which means they will probably lose because Flyers are weird. I mean, it's not going to matter because I'm going to put this out after the game. But oh, that's true. Can I can I give you um, my thoughts on how the Flyers got off to this start in two words? Oh, oh, wait, we can do it at the same time. I think I know what you're going to say. All right. Uh, you want to count down or something? Or Yeah. Ready? Three, three, two, two, one, one. Carter Hart. Hart. There you go. Let's go. <laughs> it's almost as if we or something. Or it's like I send you updates. And That's it. It's mostly just kind of hot. I, I actually called our buddy Vinny. Uh, one day we should have Vinny on the show because we bring him up all the time in these conversations. Um, I called our buddy Vinny. Um, and all I did is I just went kind of hot and hung up. That is still a better use of Vinny's time than when uh, you called me the other day when I was at work and you're like, oh, should I get Chick-fil-A on my way home? I'm like, why are you calling me for this? <laughs> <laughs> that was more productive than what you did to me, honestly. Uh, I, don't know, I think randomly calling people just for meaningless conversation, I think it's funny. It's not meaning. It's not a conversation. <laughs> If you say something, if you, if you, if you call someone and say two, if you call someone and say two words and then hang up, that's not a conversation. What would would you call it? You left a message. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not leaving a message if they pick up the phone. Well, it it went, the the whole thing went one way and then stopped. You basically left a message. Yeah. In effect. Uh, But if we're, if we're talking about the flyers, uh, they have not been good. They're winning games. This is this is process bad, result good, which is the most puzzling of combinations. Um, well, it's it the worst. All comes down to Carter Hart. It is both like the most, what do you say, confusing? Yes. It's the most confusing thing. It's also just it's the bizarre. worst. Bizarre. But it's also the worst because it's like, okay, we're probably not that good. We know that we're not that good. Where is this getting us? Oh, it's going to get us to miss the playoffs about a week out, and we're going to draft about 13th, which is how we end up in our current situation, by never actually drafting elite talent. Yikes. And we just, and then we just, end up, we just exist in limbo for forever. Because we can't draft talent because we can never bottom out. But we also can't acquire elite talent because our GM is an idiot. Correct. Even when this is the only team they want to play for, we cannot figure it out. I yeah, yeah. We I, we went over this in, in the summer. I know. I don't. I'm not going to get into it today. It drives me. Insane. It's still as baffling as ever. I, I, and it's it's going to be relevant until the Flyers have a superstar. Yeah, I mean they've they've got Sean Couturier and he's great and he has superstar qualities to him. He might also be done. Just, there's just not enough Sean Couturier to go around, unfortunately. Just like, oh my gosh. Well, there's currently um, no Sean Couturier going around, so. Well, this, that's awesome. And we're still winning games somehow. 
Oh, that's right. Carter Hart. That's how. Yeah. Um, um, any, my any, favorite thing. Yeah. Any guesses on where Carter Hart is in goal shade above expected um, as we're recording this? Is he first? He is first. He's got six and a half goals saved above expected. Let's go. Jake Ottinger is second with about five and a half. So like a goal separates Carter Hart and the rest of the pack Let's right now. Go. So that when I was, I was watching the Flyers and Lightning, um, and the Lightning scored two goals on power plays, but didn't score any five on five goals. Hmm. And I'm 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 call I'm like so when I called Vinny about the Carter Hart thing, I did eventually call him back to have an actual conversation with them. Um, and I was t- I was trying to describe this moment early on in the game where uh, it's uh, oh I think it was Braden Point. He, he picks up, picks up the puck basically at center ice and splits the defense, and you see the left defenseman leave the center of the ice like he's going left away from the play like he's the one that's supposed to stop Braden Point and he's leaving the play leaving the center to because Braden Point has gone around the right defenseman because he just has a step on him that that leaves the center to drop back and be the only guy who can try and reach from behind to make a stop but Carter Hart makes a great save and it's just like that that is the Flyers' experience right now. Where what is defense, but Carter Hart? Yeah, no, that sounds about right. <laughs> like I, I can't. I in my mind, it's just like I can see that play happen over and over again, and the only thing that I can focus on is that left defenseman just leaving the play. Just if you were to ask me to name a fl- healthy Flyers defenseman, I would say uh, Rasmus Ristolainen and... Nope. Rasmus oh, he's not Ristolainen. Is hurt. He's hurt? Oh. Uh, this is Travis so, Sanheim. Travis Sanheim, yes. <laughs> That's probably it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Cam York as well. Mm. Yam Cork. Yam Cork. Um, that's a, that comes from a different podcast. And I don't okay. Know I can actually really that okay. Igor Zamula is not a real person. I think that might have been the defenseman that left the play on on that one. He's a right-handed defenseman, oh, no, but no. you have a oh no, he was the one that got beat by Braden Point. You have a third pairing of Nick Sealer and Igor Zamula, and okay, so Nick Sealer left the play. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> I think Igor Zamula is Belarusian, and I think that's the mm. only notable thing that I know about him. Uh, I should have known Provorov or D'Angelo or former San Jose Shark Justin Braun. But honestly, there was probably a part of my brain that was like, oh, Braun's retired by this point. So I think it's hilarious that you bring up Rasmus Ristolainen because he's not on the IR. He's just hurt, right? So the Flyers are 4-1, and one, and I'm just waiting to see what adding Rasmus Ristolainen into this team does. If Maybe, maybe it's not causal. Maybe it's just correlative. But if we add Rasmus Ristolainen into this blue line and then we go on a six-game losing strid, losing skid, I don't think that's coincidental, personally. But also, probably there are other things contributing to that. I'm just I... waiting to see what happens when he's healthy. I like how you've loaded up your second line with just a guys. Yes. Like, Scott Lawton... 
Noah Cates and Wade Allison. Like who Noah Cates has who, okay, are, so th- who are three guys who have never been in my kitchen. <laughs> Noah Cates has been a bright spot for this team. I, I know we talked about Carter Hart is the reason the Flyers are winning games and he is the reason the Flyers are winning games. But Noah Cates is one of our young guys and he's not like he's never been like the elite prospect like um, Morgan Frost has been or Joel Farabee has been. But he's been a bright spot for this team so far this this season. Um, and I, I like I really hope he can stay healthy. We'll leave it at that. Because it turns out nobody on the Flyers can save help, stay healthy. He was the 137th overall pick in 2017. How many? How many 107th overall picks? Uh, 137th. Okay. How many 137th overall picks make it to the league? Probably not many. Yep. Yep. Good stuff, Noah. Um, yeah, the fact that he's the center over Morgan Frost right now. I, I don't know if that's a, like a bright thing because that, that means he's playing better than anticipated or maybe it's just a chemistry thing with Scott Lawton. Wade Allison is, is another player that looked really good last year. Um, but man, we, I don't, I don't really like sticking Morgan Frost on the line with Zach McEwen. Uh, but I mean, JVR has got some, at least something. Yeah. And I, I was going to say, even have to get into that fourth line. Um, you're talking about who are three guys who have never been in my kitchen? Delorier, Sedlak, and Lasinski. Those are just dudes. Yeah, those are those are guys with numbers and names. Well, Daily Faceoff doesn't even have a number for Sedlak because we just <laughs> called him up. Of course, someone else got hurt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Ryan uh, injuries. Ryan Ellis, Sean Couturier, Bobby Brink, Patrick Brown, Rasmus Ristolainen. Oh, he is on IR. Oh, look at that. Owen Tippett and Cam Atkinson. Um, so that's, and we're four and one. So I think it's just really funny how on one side of the state, there's this, I guess, gritty team that's like winning and they don't really know how, except we kind of do know how. It's hard. And then on the other side of the state, it's just like, yeah, we're going to score on like over 12% of our shots at five on five and or whatever, 11.8%, whatever. And there's nothing you're going to be able to do about it. Cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, sure. a couple, so a couple of games into the season, I sent this graph of expected goals for and expected goals against um, that had like the labels, uh, great offense, bad defense to a dominance caved in and low event. And you see the Penguins logo in the top right corner, right next to two-way dominance, like far away from everybody else. And I don't think that has really changed at all in that sense in a week, right? And I, so I sent it to this, um, sent this to this group that I'm in because the guy who runs it is a Penguins fan, and he sent me a text uh, yesterday or sent me a message yesterday that said Pens with another six goal night. <laughs> and then they scored another six goals, right? No, that's no. Well, that's oh, he was for last night. That. that was yeah. That, that was mm. last, last night. Yesterday, at yeah. Thirty-six. They have and I'm just... on on natural stat trick. They have the highest shooting percentage at five on five, and the highest save percentage at five on five. Like, it's not fair. <laughs> They've scored. They have. They have four wins on the year. 
They have scored six goals in all four of those wins. Isn't the Malkin line like currently like the one of the best lines in hockey? I think all of their lines are currently the best lines in hockey. Um, no thing on Twitter, and I can't find it now, so I can't confirm it. But I thought I saw a thing on Twitter where it was ranking lines that had played at least thirty minutes together. That's, like, I mean, probably. I'm trying to pull up just a second. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up of all the hockey's like stats on it, but that wouldn't surprise me because it's just been like we're gonna throw Crosby and Malkin at you, and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Um, Which is what like, they've been doing for the last decade and a half. Like, they kind of just toyed around with the Blue Jackets last night. Like, they were like, yeah, sure, Columbus, you can go have the first 12 shots on goal or whatever. And then they go down 3-1 to, to the Blue Jackets. And then they score five on answer because uh, who knows, right? Like, that's just hockey. That's just how the Penguins are rolling right now. It's really stupid. But that's just that's just how things are. I don't know. I, the Penguins, is that like... I'm trying to figure out that's like a player recruitment success uh, or if it's like Mike Sullivan is like the one good coach in hockey. Could be I think a it's, both, I mean, it's as always, as or as with most things, it's like column A, column B, you know, take some from both. But yeah, Mike Sullivan is one of those guys who like, I still don't understand how he hasn't won like uh, a Jack Adams award or anything. I don't think you want the. I think that the Jack Adams award is a kiss of death. You don't want it. Well, the problem is that like a lot of times it goes to like a coach of a team who wasn't really all that good, but like was unexpectedly good because like their goalie got hot. And then like the next year, Mm. like their goalie doesn't get hot and everyone's like, okay, this team sucks. Now we need to shake up. See a coach, right? (laughs) And goalies are voodoo. Goalies are like the least predictable thing in this league. And it's also the thing that controls so many outcomes. Yeah. Um, In case you're wondering, Rust, Malkin, and and Zucker have an expected goals for percentage of 77.6%. Good grief. Which is, yes, the best in the league. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Just oh, uh, but, but they have an expected goals for percentage higher than Malkin's jersey number. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and a good bit higher than Malkin's jersey number. <laughs> anyway, um, anything else you want to talk about? I want to make sure that I know what Malkin's jersey. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was seventy-one. Yeah. I was make, I had to double check and make sure I didn't. He wasn't like forty something, and I just sounded like an idiot just then. Um, no, that's all I've got. Oh, I was saying, well, you didn't sound like an idiot because of the whole jersey number thing. I just, it just kind of comes nor- uh, naturally. <laughs> that's this entire podcast you, is me sounding like an idiot, and you saying, "Well, actually, yeah." See, so you you teed that one up for me. Yeah. Well. Anyway, that's, that's um, how the Great Sixty podcast goes. Yeah. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Alrighty. Um, thank you for listening. Um, you know, you're welcome to follow us on Twitter at bferrell727. That's me. And then uh, TC at TC underscore 904. 
you know, follow us on Twitter at uh, GritPer60Pod. It's kind of uh, the Twitter account I use to, I don't know, just randomly post about dumb stuff about hockey. It's, I don't know. I think it's a good follow. But uh, yeah, thank you for listening and have a good one.